listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. My name is Captain Klenzendorf. You may call me Captain K. Captain K! Woo! Ah, this is Sub Officer Finkel. This is Fräulein Rahm. Hey, hat Hitler, everyone. So, a little about me. Who am I and why am I here talking to a bunch of little titty grabbers instead of leading my men into battle towards glorious death? Great question. I've asked it myself every day since Operation Screw Up, where I lost a perfectly good eye and a totally preventable enemy attack. And according to my superiors, you need two eyes to be a meaningful part of the war effort. <laughs> Welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode 43. Sure. Yes. 44? Right? 44? Is it our... Is our... No, 44. It's our Barack Obama episode. <laughs> Barack Obama. <laughs> um, of course... Wait, um, is it? Yeah, it's 44. It, yeah, because Endgame was 43. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Doing this while. I know. So... Uh, Almost been a calendar year. We're getting close to it. Good lord. Um, so yeah, oh, only only fitting that we do a movie that came out kind of like when we started this podcast. Uh, Jojo Rabbit is the one that we are doing this week. I'm Royden, of course, always joined by Dex and Jake. No guests this week because uh, it's the middle of the week. It's a Monday night. Dex has the COVID. We're in. Like, yeah, so, I got so, the Ronas. Sorry to drop that ball, but I think you told everybody on your Twitter feed, so it's like... Yeah, I got the super cooties, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what... Am I... I'm the only one... Two out of three people on this have had the Rona. I, I'm I'm the only one. Your day is coming. You be living foul, so... You went, you, you went to a Friendsgiving, so... I mean, we're, we're, we're days away at best. Hey, man. I'm tested negative. Just testing... <laughs> Didn't like, you also go to a casino like as soon as everything started closing? <laughs> <laughs> the first weekend, like when we were when we were shutting down, everything was shutting down. It's like we were in Shreveport for a wedding, and what do you do in Shreveport besides gamble? And we were sitting there, and it's like the NCAA tournament is canceled. As I'm swiping up on like <laughs> on slot machines, like ooh, I should not be touching things. Like what is? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I am playing. I'm playing with fire, but it's like herpes. You can only get it once, right? Sure. Right. Also, no. No, Absolutely. it's not. It's not. That's a lie. Don't. <laughs> Don't listen to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been. I, I've lived reckless a couple of times, which is it's stunning that I have not come across it yet. But uh, yeah. So um, speaking of terrible regimes handling a country jojo rabbit um nice nice that was our best transition to date that yeah. was good that yeah, was good it was is right there uh how, how are we doing besides that dex are you feeling okay like i hate to make fun of you but like <laughs> yeah i'm good now i i'm feeling symptoms for you today it's been almost two weeks since my symptoms started so uh hopefully it'll be over soon I'm going to get tested again on Saturday. Hopefully I can be at work again next week. So, yeah, I'm feeling good. Milk that work thing. For, I mean, unless they're not paying you, then don't do that. But Yeah, they're paying me for two weeks, and I'm taking the whole two weeks. But <laughs> then after that, I got to go back. 
<laughs> just like start to feel symptom free a weekend. <laughs> oh man, still can't go in. It's gonna dang. You'll sit here. Another I gotta make sure. It's a deadly disease, guys. I can't I can't be in there risking it. <laughs> Jake, how are you doing? Uh I'm old. Oh yeah, you did a thirty. Congratulations. I did a I did a thirty <laughs> I did a thirty. It's my second time around. Um no, I'm good. I'm I'm exhausted. Work is kicking my ass, but Black Friday is this Friday, and then after that, like it's kind of easy sailings, so that'll be nice. But uh, I'm old and I'm tired. Yeah, shout out to everybody working on the holidays, including myself. And I had a guy stab needles into my armpit, so felt alive. He got a tattoo. It's not like he's not like getting like cancer treatment. No, I'm getting. Anything. No, I'm getting heroin. Oh, <laughs> I can only inject it into my armpits. He's on that Ray Charles. <laughs> yeah. At this I mean, point, look at this shit. Like, it is right on there. I can't like for those of you who haven't, who don't ever, because I didn't. I rarely post <laughs> videos unless it's like incredible content, which you know we're always incredible content, right? But I, <laughs> I rarely post always, yeah, rarely post the videos that I save on my computer. But uh, Jake's tattoos make no sense to me. No, it's 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 a carnival of nonsense. <laughs> A carnival of nonsense. All right, it's it started out like with an idea of like kind of this nautical thing because like my very first one was the ship, mm-hmm. which is I can't show because I can't turn my arm that way. And like the bottom half of my arm makes sense. There's an anchor. There's a compass. There's a little sailor lady. And then as we go up to my bicep, then it just falls apart. You got like fish and monkeys and like a <laughs> there's panda. Not a monkey. You got a balloon. I mean, my bear does look like a panda, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> a tiger. Like, what is... Yeah. yeah. I had two, two hands shaking on my shoulder. It's great. It's just... It's a carnival of nonsense. Carnival of nonsense. There's a rooster on my elbow. I, I live vicariously through you because I'm too afraid to ever get a tattoo. So you just constantly getting them just makes me feel alive. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I, uh... I would only get a tattoo if somebody like died. That's about where I'm at. I don't think I don't uh, unceremoniously. I gotta you just pick arm hair out of it. No, don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> Dear listeners, right. do not worry about what I'm doing. Picking stuff out of his armpit. Anyway, Jojo Rabbit. Um, <laughs> Jojo Rabbit came out last year. Uh, has a 7.9 on IMDb. A young boy in Hitler's army finds out his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their home is written directed uh, by Taika Waititi also written based upon the book uh, Caging Skies by Christine Lewins Lewinis I'm sorry mispronouncing that name sort of an uh, older book um, it stars Roman G- Griffin Davis as Jojo Thomas and McKenzie as Elsa Scarlett Johansson as Rosie Taika Waititi as Adolf Hitler, uh, <laughs> Sam Rockwell, Rebel Wilson, Alfie Allen, Stephen Merchant, and uh, Archie Yates as Yorkie. Um, this has a 58 Metascore, surprisingly. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, real, that's way low. 58 Metascore, surprisingly. There are some thoughts about this movie. Um, uh, yeah, it won best. Uh, this this was Taika's Oscar. Um, well, his it was his Oscar, but it was his Oscar film. Even though he's made critically acclaimed films before, this was his most uh, 
known critically acclaimed film. It, it, he won the Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay. He was also nominated for Best Motion Picture of the Year. Scarlett Johansson was nominated for Best Supporting Actress, uh, which I think she deserved. Um, Best Achievement in Costume Design nomination, Best Achievement in Production Design nomination, and Best Achievement in Film Editing nomination. Also, They probably also should have gotten a Best Achievement in Cinematography. This movie looks great. Um, but it didn't. Uh, real quick, the um, Rotten Tomatoes says uh, Jojo Rabbit's blend of irreverent humor and serious ideas definitely won't be to everyone's taste. But either way, mm-hmm. this anti-hate satire is audacious to a fault, has an 80% uh, critic score and a 94% audience score. Audiences really, really like this, but there are a few... And I think critics don't. I don't. I think I think critics are still trying to figure out Taika Waititi's humor, even though mm-hmm. like, the irreverence of his humor, regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, Fourteen million dollar budget, super cheap. Ninety million dollars at the box office, um, which is surprising. I thought it made more money than that, but this was kind of a weird time between the Fox and Disney merger. This was this uh, this Nazi film was put out by Disney, so uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Um, so, y'all, I we'll start with this. Y'all like this movie more than I like this movie. I just know. Um, I don't get me wrong. I think it's a great movie. Uh, there, there are some thoughts along with some of the things that I think they could have done better. But we'll start, uh, Jake. You really love this movie. Um, we'll start with you. Uh, no, absolutely. Uh, this came out on or around my birthday. I don't remember the exact day, but um. I actually saw it on my 29th birthday, um, and I, I absolutely loved it. Uh, I think I've said it before on this podcast probably numerous times, but I rarely react to films, and this one, like, immediately from the opening curtain to the final credit, like, it, it just it hit me in every possible direction. I laughed. I gasped out loud uh, once we found out the ultimate fate of ScarJo. Um it's to me, and I know I say this about a lot of films, but like ultimately to me, this is truly a perfect film. Um, it is it, it is a subject that has shown up in cinema a billion times. I don't know if we could ever go a year for the rest of our lives without having some sort of World War II film, and rightfully so. Huge impact on all of world history. Very important subject to study, but also like the cornerstone of cinema. Has kept, um, uh, has kept the History <laughs> Channel afloat for decades. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you don't, if you don't have Arlie Emery reruns or conspiracy theories, it's Hitler's meth addiction on History Channel. Um, Dad's falling asleep all across the country in their armchairs at once, watching his World War II in color. Y'all remember Ice Road Truckers? I used to watch the hell out of that on History Channel. History uh, Channel, the home of Pawn Stars. <laughs> American Pickers. Right. Oh, God. Um. But yeah, I mean, to, and I know humor has been done a lot in regards to World War II. Take note of The Great Dictator, um, a speech that has been played in every film history class ever. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so, it's a good speech. But like, to me, this is a great adaption because it is Taika who is humor. Like, his, he is I, not like the Mel Brooks of this generation, but like bordering on that person that does parody so well that it's almost real. Like, it, it is the purest form of like looking at the world and be like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Um, 
while also dealing with like the subject matter of a kid who is in love with the most hated person in all of history. And what does that innocence of childhood look like in contrast to the stark reality of Nazi Germany? So I, I understand a lot of the criticisms it's, it gets. I, I understand why a lot of people don't like it because it makes Nazi Germany seem incompetent, buffoonish, silly, stupid. But, I mean, this is a movie from a child's point of view. Like, at one point in time, there's a joke where Sam Rockwell yells at Alfie Allen, not German Shepherds, German Shepherds the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great comedy, but, like, you had to look at that and be like, this is all being told from a child's point of view. He doesn't understand when this guy he's looking up to says German Shepherds, he immediately thinks of the first thing, which would be German Shepherd, not the dog. Like, it is a child's whimsical view of Nazi Germany. And it's, it is delightful. It's wonderful. It's harsh at times. But I, I absolutely love it. Dex? Yeah, I'm with Jake, man. I, I love this movie. It, it's definitely an A-plus for me. One of my favorite movies of last year. Like I was telling Royden before we started recording. Like, like Jake, I laughed. I cried. Like This movie had everything. Like The... The performances are great, especially the kids. All three of the kids do phenomenal work here. Um, what is his name? Roman Griffin Davis, I think. Um, he he deserved a lot more credit for what he was able to pull off in this movie. Like the 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 range of emotions that he pulled off, the, his delivery, like his comedy, mm-hmm. all the emotional parts of the movie hit well because of him. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got some great performances out of this. This is some of the best acting I've ever seen Scarjo do. This was like, there's a absolutely. Scene, there's a scene in the middle where she like pretends to be his father or whatever, and like has oh, this conversation yeah, yeah. with him. That was like the first time in my life I was ever like Scarjo can fucking act, bro. Like she went off, mm-hmm. um, and I definitely think she's deserved. She definitely deserved the nomination, and I feel like she deserved to win. Supporting actress, but you know, I I don't really care to have the marriage story conversation about Laura Dern because I'm watching that movie. Again, this is uh, uh, sorry to interrupt you. This is incredible. Before I forget, this is Archie Griffin who played Yorkie and Roman Griffin Davis's first thing, first mm-hmm. film ever. Damn, yeah, ever. And Roman Griffin Davis was nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Actor in a Musical Comedy. Um, a lot of people thought he was going to get nominated for an Oscar, but yeah, their first thing, both of them ever. And Thomas and McKenzie has been sort of on the verge of being the next it girl. You know, I don't know what, what the term would be like. She's on, she's on the verge of being the next Saoirse Ronan, I guess, if you will. Yeah. The people love has her. that potential. Yeah. Anyway, continue with your review, yeah, but I had to like, say it's their first thing. She's like, what like 20 or so like she's not yeah. a kid per se born in the year 2000 just yeah he, that breaks uh, me hard oh uncomfy <laughs> i know my chest but yeah man this movie has never like... known a pre-9-11 world oh oh Ooh. oh okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> Moving oh. on, yeah, this movie is just <laughs> good. <laughs> like, I understand why some people are kind of uncomfortable with like it being funny at all. Um, they feel like it's making light of Hitler or whatever. But I feel like that's kind of like a lazy take, honestly. Like this movie, Mm-mm. it it gives 
obviously there's a lot of humor in it, but like it gives World War Two the appropriate weight. I feel like because like I mentioned, like I cried in this movie. Like there's a lot yeah. going on here, uh, and you know Elsa's story is heartbreaking, and so is Rosie's and all of that. So yeah, I feel like it's kind of lazy to say this movie <laughs> makes light of World War Two. Like obviously, like there's humor in it and stuff, and it's like got some laugh out loud moments in it but i think i think it handled the comedy like that mix well of um kind of respecting you know the gravity of world war ii while also having some humor mixed in so yeah i love this movie it's an a plus movie for me yeah i think where y'all love it as much as it sort of falls flat to me a couple of times um the performances are all pitch perfect outside of the accents all of the accents are bad sorry like even even oh no i mean it's it's once again an american movie where to deal with foreigners including germans everybody has a british accent yeah or they tried to (laughs) like they got caught somewhere between between a british and a german accent it's not good and it's just and it's i don't know but that that's fine but like the perform, it's a comedy. The performances within that are pitch perfect, and I think, absolutely. I think ScarJo. This is her most. This is the most confident I think I've ever seen Scarlett, which is tough because she's been doing it for years. So it's like, mm-hmm. but this is like she was just confident and radiated. It, it was incredible. I like this more than her performance in Marriage Story, which is saying a lot because that carried so much emotional weight. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think the kid Roman Griffin Davis having to carry this film and it be based around him um, the entire time. And this being his first thing, like good luck, man, in the rest of your career. Cause Jesus like that's, I mean, and that goes a lot to saying with like the confidence and the direction of Taika Waititi, who has done this with kid actors and stuff like, you know, um, the hunt for the wilder people and, and things like that, which is a brilliant movie. Also, if you haven't seen it, I think it's on Hulu and Amazon. Um, that movie's really good too. So like he's, he's done this and he has a, he, he knows what he wants to do, which is, uh, something that can't be said for a lot of directors. Like he just, he kind of, he's an uncompromising visionary and, and, and has his, way of going about things and has his sort of style like and when it, it can't be said enough when they asked him when they asked him like did you do research for playing hitler his basic answer was like no and no they fuck him yeah he said no and they go why he said because fuck that guy <laughs> like which is yeah like so he knew what he wanted to do and he knew that he wanted to make this movie from a long time uh, for a long time and it had been trying to make it for a long time um and it just so happens it comes out in a time when, you know, it really probably needed to come out, honestly, yeah. in a time when everything's divided and a lot of um, hate and vitriol is being spewed. <laughs> to look at things from a kid's perspective is a really refreshing take. Um, that being said, some of the – it doesn't – like you were saying, the Mel Brooks thing, I think you're kind of on that. But I think the problem with that is – he didn't want to go full parody. And I think sometimes that like hurts it for me a little bit because sure. there's something like, Oh, what the clones need to be walked. Like that's really funny. And it yeah. was just like, or the, you know, uh, I had 18 children for Germany. Like all of rebel Wilson's <laughs> stuff yeah. is, is really funny. Um, 
and she's which is funny because she's the only downside for me really yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, you know, I. She's the only. She's really the only thing I would replace. But it, it's really because all of her scenes are versus Sam Rockwell, and mm-hmm. he's dominating it. And she, I mean, she's basically playing Rebel Wilson mm-hmm. in a white shirt, right? And Sam and Rockwell, like, she makes no differentiation. And Sam Rockwell, I like the earnestness he sort of brought to it, like the where he starts. He kind of grounds, even though his character is mm-hmm. ridiculous, he starts to sort of ground the movie a little bit towards the end. Um, the tonal shift towards the end is wild. It, and I know why they do that, but it is sort of like, oh, okay, we're doing something completely different here. Um, and it, and maybe it's because I had heard what happened to ScarJo. It still hit. Like it, the, 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 the reveal still hit, but it wasn't, maybe it's because I didn't see this in theaters, but it wasn't as shocking as I thought. And, and I don't know if that was because it's like, it, it, it's still tearjerker. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm still like, I'm still like, oh, oh. like, I was like, oh no. But yeah, I, I don't know. Just some of the stuff didn't resonate with me because i didn't know if he wanted to go one way or go the other and i said he he has an uncompromising vision but also to me it felt like all right let's pick one and that's hard to do when you're trying to tell about the loss of innocence like how do you do Mm -hmm. that oh no i'm not a I'm just, I sit here and talk to y'all about that. Like, I, like, I didn't write a movie, but the, it, it is sort of such a hard left turn from going like, oh, he has this paper mache uniform to <laughs> children are dying in the streets. Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's, I mean, it's tough. Literally at one point in time, Rebel Wilson hands a kid two grenades and says, go hug a guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is comedy but then you had to like think of two steps after that that kid just blew up yeah and you know it's it's ridiculous and and uh, there's a lot of criticisms of of oh well he's making these people that uh, committed genocide and atrocities that ha- have uh, you know rarely been replicated uh, is in making them look like bumbling idiots and buffoons and and sort of pitiful pitiful i think is probably the word maybe you know uh Ooh. empathetic maybe you can empathize with how terrible things are going on with the, with their war effort but history does not look maybe maybe you can no well it's just like <laughs> oh they're they're all poor and everything's like you know and in, in they brainwash these children and stuff like that and it's just like Maybe empathy is the wrong word, but they make them look like pit. They make them look like pitiful characters, you know. And they're not. History has not smiled favorably no. on on that way. I would say it's not a great time to be a Nazi. Not a great time. Great to time be. to be a Nazi. So yeah, I don't know. Like, I I don't think that criticism is very valid because, like you said, they've been doing that since their great dictator, like Charlie Chaplin, was doing that. So if we have that argument. Let's go back to the 19th. But when he literally made that movie at the height of the Nazi regime. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. Like, 
I mean, we had in, Walt Disney made his like built his empire based on making up cartoons, making fun of Nazi Germany, like mm-hmm. parodying Nazis has been a staple of American culture for <laughs> years, decades. Right. No, I don't know. I, I give this movie a B plus. Like I still think it's really, really good and it's worth watching multiple times. If you don't like it, watch it again. And I think there's little things that you'll be able to find that you'll be like, oh, okay, well, I can increase this, you know, a few points on your whatever personal scale that you have. Mm-hmm. And there's certain things like the Stephen Merchant scene, which we'll get into the, the <sighs> just the physical humor that's in this movie. Uh, Taika Waititi's performance, which we really haven't talked about, like especially in my, re- he's great. Like, he's just he's just yeah. good, man. He's just great. But it's just you know I don't know uh, the 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 emotional weight sometimes doesn't hit for me. Uh, the accents sometimes take, and that's not a huge thing, but the accents definitely take me out of it sometimes. And um, yeah, I don't know. And sometimes they're kid actors. They aren't giving the best performance. And that just comes with time, but like you know, it it is what it, asking a ten year old to carry a Oscar nominated movie is. Woo. <laughs> and he does it. Yeah, he does really well. So I don't know anything that y'all want to touch on. I, I have some notes, but not uh, not the most notes in the world, obviously. Um, I, I we got to start at the top of the controversy. So I think like the the, the people that spearheaded it was everybody over a ringer was basically, like, they did an entire podcast dedicated to Taika, fuck this up, and this movie is offensive, mm. and and he did not handle the tone well that he made everything seem buffoonery. I, I, I don't get it. And I, I, I've listened to it a couple of times. I've, I've understood the points, but Taika handled it well. About as like, well as you can handle Nazi Germany comedy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like. Now, is the bigger question, was, should you make that? But like, they've it's been made. It's but been is made there a, for decades. Is, is there another director that you could have put in this, in like the hands of, that would have been more successful? Mel Gibson. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Nick oh. oh. I. No. Well, you know, and I think it's his style of comedy though too is it's irreverent and silly and you know just like one of the things that i notice about it, it, it he hangs on a joke for so long he loves to do that like when he pans over and, and rebel wilson is like oh i've seen uh it happened to my uncle and he she like purposely scoots over and it takes like 10 beats for her to respond to what she originally said that's just like that kind of humor where it's just where it's just like I'm going to hang on this way longer than I probably should until you're uncomfortable. And that's just that's just who he is. Yeah. Um so some people may not it, it's not a oh you just don't get Taika Waititi's humor, but I I don't think a lot of people have quite grasped how silly and unserious he takes a lot of shit yeah i just like it's it's really it's really bugged me that i mean for an entire year now and i've watched this a couple of times because it's on hbo max now um it, it it truly has bugged me that 
people are so upset that the tone was too silly. And I'm like, it's it is it, it's a movie from a child's point of view the whole damn time. Like at one point in time, Hitler is literally eating a hey. unicorn's head. <laughs> yeah. Like I I don't we could have done Life is Beautiful and, and had that like let's portray the horrors of the world but try to make it lighthearted for the people that had to suffer through it and that movie is the most heartbreaking thing you could ever watch in your life and absolutely please watch it but it, it's like you can't have a movie that's about something so dark and have it from a child's point of view and be like this isn't dark enough i mean what is what is comedy it's isn't it drama <laughs> plus time <laughs> isn't that what it is yeah isn't that the saying yeah like yeah you know once again um shit i forgot what his name is it'll come to me in a second and it's also he's one of the figures that's like hitler is divisive hitler is one of the figures that he was so larger Mm -hmm. than life and so over the top and every single video that you see of of hitler is just over the top and people going banana land and like like the video at the very though i want to hold your hand at the very beginning like he's the beatles Mm -hmm. is that's hilarious that's really funny that's incredible where it's like that's incredible this guy i mean he's so parried he can be parried parodied i don't know how to (laughs) yeah say that but he was just he was just such an over-the-top person that it's easy to all right i'm gonna make fun of that just like people are gonna do with oh an example just like people did with the death of stalin that movie came out this exact same year or a year ahead of this did they have a Mm -hmm. problem with that movie no because they made everybody look like an idiot yeah you know which if you um, haven't seen that one that one's the same thing like it's the same thing pretty much a little less sillier uh so one of the biggest criticisms it faced was that sam rockwell is actually a good guy because at the end he obviously saves jojo right. and because he is secretly gay with alfie allen he's suddenly not a bad guy even though he was a nazi and he's wearing like a shit ton of ribbons and honors that indicate that he's been in numerous battles and he's led numerous battalions. And so clearly he has committed war crimes as a Nazi, but then like, yeah, yeah, but then suddenly is now like shown as a good guy because he's become jade and accepted his role in the world and did one good thing before he died. Again, fully understand that. He did at least two good things though. At least (laughs) he saved him in the Steve emergency. That's true. And he wore a bitchin' outfit before he went out. So three good things if we're really putting it out there. <laughs> the most flamboyant uh, <laughs> outfit of all time. Like, just in case you didn't know these characters were gay, let's put them in. <laughs> like, what a what a choice. It is, like, his drawing is amazing when they're at the desk. It's like in crayon. <laughs> it's so childish. But again, like, I, I fully understand that criticism. But again, I mean, this is from a child's point of view. Think of like when you were a kid and all the adults you met, like you idealize them because you're like, that's what I want to be when I'm when I grow up. Like, I want to be this person. And you never see the bad people in your life as a 
kid as bad people. You just see them as adults that like, this is the next step. This is what you're supposed to be. So if you really kind of boil it down, this is a movie from a kid's point of view. So there's a 100% chance everything portrayed on screen probably isn't what happened, but it's how Jojo imagined it. The kid is imagining Hitler is his best friend. There's no chance he ever met Hitler, but he's this is what he pretends him to be. So every interaction that he has with Sam Rockwell, he's probably not fully understanding it. He's probably thinking to himself when he hears German Shepherd, German Shepherd's in the field with flocks of sheep, not dogs, because he probably has never seen a German Shepherd dog. So chances are Sam Rockwell's character probably wasn't that person in real life. He was probably just your standard asshole Nazi general. But because he was idealized by Jojo, suddenly he becomes his father figure, this person that he looks up to and wants to be. So he's kinder, he's warmer than he really was. Yeah, I love what they did with Sam Rockwell's character personally. Like, you know, if people are offended by it, I don't want to be that Trill Withers tweet that's like, it's not offensive, my friend, and I'll tell you why. (laughs) Like, Jewish people are allowed to be offended by this movie. Like, you know, they feel how they feel. But me personally, sure. Watching, um, like watching this movie, I've seen it twice now. I saw it in theaters, and then we watched it for this movie. Like both times, I was just like kind of struck by uh, Sam Rockwell's character, just kind of doing these small things, like we talked about. Like you know, show it. Like uh, I realized on rewatch that like when he shows up to the house during the Gestapo inspection, he like he's he brings Rosie's bike with him. Um, so like he probably knew at that point that she had died and went to the house to check up on him. Um, and then obviously he lied for Elsa, um, to keep her from dying. And, um, he lied for Jojo at the end to keep him from dying, you know? So like little stuff like that. Um, you know, I was kind of struck by that personally. Like maybe I'm just a dumb idiot movie boy, but like, you know, (laughs) I, I appreciated that. Like, you know, there were there were some people who like did some little things that were like redeemable, even if they are not fully redeemable as people, um, you know, like some, some things that people, that bad people do are good. And I think that's okay. <laughs> the Nazis What's had the... some really good ideas, said Dex in it. <laughs> what Hitler What's did the... was lag, but. What? <laughs> No, what's go ahead, Jake. What's the onion article that we always guy you hate actually makes good point? Yeah, the worst person you know. know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Breaking the worst person you know made a good point. Uh, Now people just tweet that picture and people know what it means. Um, No, there has been this thing, and I don't want to be the you know people just get too offended over comedies and stuff. Now it's a comedy, like you should like. No, like there's if something is bad you know like you have every right to comment on that but there it has become with comedies over the last decade maybe not even the last decade because like super bad came out you know or whatever not super bad came out too but like some of the stuff came out you know 21 jump street wildly offensive in many areas like but like i mean do we not need to talk about my name is jeff yeah, and just, I mean, yeah. just things the whole like conversation that. can be built around that. Exactly. You know, it, 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 there's so many things in comedies that like have been offensive over the years, and it is comedy, but there's become a lack of nuance 
because of online forums and Twitter and everything else when we're talking about comedy. Whereas drama is pretty cut and dry. There is, I mean, there's there's nuance within it, but there there's beginning, middle, and end. There's not a lot, unless it's a thriller or something, not a lot that has to be left up. There's not a lot that has to be left up with interpretation by Manchester by the sea or whatever. You know, there's not there, but with this, what did did what did he mean by the joke? And you have to look at Taika Waititi, and you got to look at all of his stuff and how he feels about everything. You're not always going to know that about our director, but he's been pretty open with everything. And you got to look at was there malice behind any of this? Absolutely no. not. No, absolutely not. Like, and so I think with a lot of that in a lot of comedy. You got to look at if there's ever, and you can some you can tell with especially stand up comedy if there's hate and vitriol behind that. Then yeah, maybe we should have a conversation about it. If you're purposely trying to be a dickhead with your <laughs> jokes, then yeah, maybe we should have a conversation about that. But he's not. He's not, and he's trying to do actually really trying to do an anti hate message here, which is, you know, hey guys, maybe different people can have different ideas but we can be mm-hmm. friends <laughs> yeah it's like it's not really about like world war Two necessarily like it's not obviously it's not like i don't know fucking not Bay saying you should agree with a nazi yeah i'm not saying that yeah it's not like they're trying to tell you a story about like you know some real shit that happened in world war Two or whatever like it's obviously an anti-hate movie about you know a kid who's radicalized by like the media he consumes and all that you know obviously a very important story in 2019 but Mm -hmm. he gets around some of the people that he's been like taught to hate and he stops hating them like i think that's an okay story to tell in this way (laughs) through humor like through jokes and stuff like you know you think you hate jewish people until you met a jewish person and now you don't like that's a pretty pretty common like thing that happens to people like yeah jojo rabbit but it's oan oh 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 i mean (laughs) honestly you that that's we are 10 years at most for that movie being made basically i mean like i tweeted about this earlier like you know there are a lot of baylor people who show up very conservative they've like been homeschooled or private schooled and never met any black people in their life and they're racist, and then they get around some black people, and they don't hate black people anymore. Like, <laughs> who would have thunk? <laughs> reading some books, like it's cool, you know. Like, I I think that's an okay story to tell on film. Like, you can you can be upset at the choice to like feature Hitler in it as like comedy or whatever, but it's like you know, at some point, you gotta be able to look at what's actually happening and not just kind of the idea, you know? Because like the idea of you know, funny Hitler is. Sounds like a bad idea, but then you actually watch the movie. <laughs> it's like, I mean, come on. <laughs> and, and I mean, it should and be again, said. It's, Go ahead. It's Jake. a uh, funny Hitler is an idea that's been done forever. I mean, we, we keep talking about Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks did it in the producers. He made gay Hitler. <laughs> or yeah, <laughs> and that is a movie that Hitler or whatever. Yeah, screen time for Hitler, and that is a the producers is is a musical and a movie that is in the pantheon of like greatest comedies of all time. And I'm sure when it first came out, it might have been as derisive as it is as as JoJo is right now. I I wasn't alive, so I don't know. I've only caught the tidal wave of nostalgia 
uh, of that movie, but. I mean, we, we've been parroting Hitler forever. We've been making fun of Hitler with college football memes with the with the uh, movie where he it's talking to his generals over the map for decades. We've been doing oh that God. since 2007. God, what yeah. is that movie? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. If you've exactly seen the German it's, um, Downfall? Yes. yes. Downfall. The Downfall, downfall. meme. Where he's just yelling at his yelling at his generals and everybody's crying outside of the bunker. That we've been doing that online forever. Another Nobody has a problem. talked about Inglorious Bastards, where we laugh about Hitler getting shot up in a movie theater. Right. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, the fact that we can't just like make fun of that is, and also the, the I would just said it, the Taika Waititi thing is like, why didn't you do research on him? Because fuck him. Like you know. Yeah. Also, it's fucking 2019. He he was born post World War II, as were most of us. Like World War II has been every American history class ever. Like Hitler has been shoved down our throats forever, all through primary education. So what research is there left to be done? Right. Except if you really want to get into his use of meth. I mean, there's rabbit holes you can fall down. There's also a there's also a game that you can play. Uh, that oh yeah, on, how about the the Wikipedia, Wikipedia game? Yeah. Have you ever heard of that, Dex? How, how many clicks? No. There, it's how many clicks can you take to get to Hitler on Wikipedia? You start on a random page. And... Yeah, so you go to Wikipedia and like hit random article or whatever that button is, and then if you scroll down to the bottom. The uh, also related section, you just keep hitting that and see how long, because every article eventually gets you back to Hitler. Damn. <laughs> or you can, I, we played it like you can click within the article and see how many, like how le- little Ooh. it takes you. So like you got to strategically play it. Anyway. Um, uh, While recording this, I will now be playing this game. Dr- drunk on a Tuesday. That's what you would do in college. But the, um, no, I, I, you know, I think just the movie in general, we can get away from the controversy, just the movie in general. It looks great. Like, the soundtrack is really good. The performances are great. Uh, I, You know, some of the jokes are elite. Like, the the hand grenade thing, I didn't th- I was shocked when he blew himself. <laughs> that was shockingly great. I was just like... When he threw it and it hit the tree, I was like, oh, no. I didn't think they were going to show him getting blown up by the, by the hand grenade. It was hilarious. Incredible comedy. Um, probably didn't happen, but because this movie was shot in... Was it Poland? I'll find where it was shot in, like, two seconds. I'm terrible at research today. But, um... Oh, it was shot in the Czech Republic. It was not monitored by the Humane Society, or the the people that give the no animals were harmed in the making of this movie. So it's possible that rabbit's neck was actually broken. Oh no! Oh oh oh! <laughs> oh god! Oh, no. So there you go. Let's. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> they. Uh, I mean, that was there's a, kind of funny there's too a, because he just breaks and he throws it into the way he's just like he just like snap ah <laughs> yeah it's like you're not gonna eat it or anything you're just gonna throw it into the fucking way oh man it's world war Two. aren't y'all hungry yeah i mean yes the whole movie is basically around them being broke 
It, yeah. It's funny seeing Taika Waititi though in like basically like because he's a he's a native New Zealander. It's it's mm-hmm. funny to see him in basically like white face and have green eyes. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Um, I don't update, know. Update, I got stuck on America Ferrera. She does not have C also. Oh, no. So now I'm... All right, hold on. We're fine. I'll get out there. <laughs> uh, I also find it funny that all Hitler youth just had knives. That's just like a history thing. I just like... Here, child, Bro, you, have this dagger. But you know what that took me to? And, like, I kind of want to draw parallels, but is there's absolutely no reason to. And this is just me being like, ah, ha, ha, ha. This is not based in any reality. But, like, I remember being roughly that age, maybe a little bit older, and getting my first fucking pocket knife in Boy Scouts and thinking that was the coolest shit ever. Him throwing it and it hitting the tree and it hitting the kid's leg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because, like, all the physical comedy in this hits. Um, let's see. Can we talk about ScarJo for a second? Absolutely. Yes, let's. Uh, I, it is, you know, the jokes about ScarJo, you know, she had a run of just just bad. Just outside of the Avengers stuff, you know. Oh, she, bad. Ghost in the Shell and, and all the so stuff bad. where the jokes of so bad. Culture appropri- cultural appropriation and yada, yada, yada. And not to yada, yada, cultural appropriation, but, um, you know. As we've been known to do. The, well, those jokes, uh, <laughs> the, you know, and those jokes are kind of, are definitely warranted. But it is, she is just... She really made a pivot this this year because like Marriage Story is elite all time. Watch once and then done. But this mm-hmm. man, her perform I cannot say enough. Her performance in this, and while some of the stuff like you like the dad thing, I, I thought the dad <laughs> bit was kind of weird. But like uh, you know, I don't know, and her accent wasn't good. But it's like the, just the confidence she had in everything that she did, and maybe it's the comfortability with having Taika behind the camera. But it, like. Just the confidence and comfortability of like how she talked and how she moved, and anytime she came on screen, she just you know dominated Sam Rockwell, who's a, mm-hmm. kind of a big presence on screen. And I mean, this is the third year he had been in a picture that was nominated for something. Mm-hmm. Like and, you know, <laughs> that he, guy swings hard and i think he gets left out of a long a lot of conversations but he's a dude that that really can't miss mm-hmm. except for those few years he missed but but he she outshines him who is just mm-hmm. this at this point this larger than life sort of charismatic actor i it, she's i mean she's brilliant in this i i you know and 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 hats off to what uh to taika for casting somebody who we had to fall in love with. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. We had to. Otherwise, the payoff doesn't work. Payoff, meaning her dying, doesn't, like, it just, it doesn't hit the same. You have to fall in love with this this person. And it's interesting yeah. seeing Scarlett Johansson as a mother, but that, I mean, it just, I mean, she is in real life, but, you know, I don't know. What do y'all think? I think they, they like, she nailed it, obviously. Like, we've been talking about that the whole time, but, like, their relationship as mother and son 
and like you didn't like the dad thing but i loved the dad thing like i thought that whole yeah. like exchange between them was just phenomenal like kind of establishing their relationship and like you know that that was the moment that like i i fell in love with her character and then you know obviously when she dies that made the whole thing even sadder for me personally like just seeing you know how great of a mom she was um and like how she was she was trying to do the right thing and like you know protect this young jewish girl and also kind of like spreading this anti-nazi propaganda even though she was like you know trying to protect her son's feelings like as a nazi youth or whatever like you know just watching that whole like balance kind of play itself out you know i just really enjoy watching that and scar scar joe her performance just she fucking smoked it she killed it i think she earned enough praise to really kind of get out of the doghouse with or, or at least should like if you have a scarjo problem go watch i wouldn't recommend marriage story because i mean it's just like her and adam driver yelling at each other for a long time and you'll be sad but the uh i i would recommend watching i would recommend watching this one to be perfectly honest mm-hmm. yeah she definitely um, earned her two nominations that year i'd say oh for sure um yeah i mean i i i absolutely love that dad scene um because up until that point it's very i mean it, it's hard to not draw the the parallels but it's very life is beautiful where i mean she has to accept and play the role of my kid is a hitler youth and <laughs> is being raised in this propaganda but like i and i can't and turn if away because yeah if he's not then I, i'm an outcast yeah i'm gonna be hung <laughs> Right. So, I mean, like, it, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. But she's trying her damnedest the whole time to be a mom and show that, like, there is life outside of Germany and there is beauty and there is this entire thing. And she's balancing it so well. And it, it comes to a head at that dad scene because she is absolutely pissed that her son is, is, is a wannabe Nazi and is celebrating the person she absolutely hates and vilifies. But she she needs to protect him, but also play the role she has to. And so that's what I like. I absolutely love the dad scene because it like, it, that is, that is kind of the breaking point. That's the emotion of I'm hiding this, this Jewish girl in my attic. My son is, wants to be a Nazi. And if he found out would probably turn me in because he's just a full fledgling and, and wants to be a part of something. My husband probably died at the front lines of Italy. Like there's a lot of emotions built in there and she's, I mean, she's a person just trying to do her best. And the fact that she carries comedy into it and, and, and brings this beautiful role into something that is very drastic as, you know, harboring a Jewish girl and my son is a Nazi. Like, it, she nails it. She carries it so hard. And that's why when you see her shoes, like, it immediately hits. It's like, oh, fuck. The one shiny beacon of light in JoJo's life is now gone. Yeah, and I think they do something with the color palette there that's really interesting, too, is they dampen it, mm-hmm. yeah. which yeah. is something I noticed where it's just all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, like, so you as the audience. <laughs> I mean, the payoff with the shoot, like, you know, movie brought to you by Quentin Tarantino, but like the... It is, yeah. I mean, once again, every time, go back and so watch it, it again. It's an Almost interesting every... device to, to the way they handled that scene. Yeah. Um, go back and watch it again. There's a lot of shoe stuff in that film. Jojo can't fucking tie him. 
Yeah, he ties uh, hers when he finds her. That shit broke my heart. Yeah, he can't. He can't tie shoes. When we first meet JoJo and ScarJo, she ties his shoes for him. The scene where she's trying to explain to him when they're on the Riverwalk that like it, it it's not you don't have to be a Nazi. Like you can wear the uniform, but understand there's a life outside of this. The first shot is him looking at her shoes while she's walking in the wall. There's a lot of shoe stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's like her thing. It's not as it's not as it's not like Sophie's choice or anything like that. But it is no, absolutely not. It is the emotional levity that she has to carry, uh, emotional weight, and then the levity she's able to bring to a shit situation behind all of this is um, is really good. It's definitely one, if not her best performance. I I I love the com. I just get like the confidence. Like she just didn't. Didn't feel like she um, second guessed anything in this movie, which is kind of interesting uh, from you know the prior films that she's done. But uh, there were know, a couple of things that they did that like really, really like made her death there for me. Even on rewatch, like some things that I hadn't noticed before, like JoJo tying her shoes uh, when he finds her hanging, or um, when they first see the people hanging she says that like they did what they can or whatever and then yeah i think sam rockwell says that to jojo about his mom um at one point and then like towards the end jojo also says that um when him and uh elsa are like about to go outside or whatever um so yeah like little stuff like that like they they did a lot there are a lot of through lines in this movie that like add even more emotion and more weight to some of the stuff mm-hmm. that happens and like it's i just i just love this movie man it's just so good to me yeah i mean to talk about it from the aspect of like because we, we you have to talk about the german people and like we we always do vilify them but like chances are there were just regular ass people in nazi germany they were just trying to do their best not chances yes, are they just were <laughs> yeah like yes 90 percent, or maybe a larger percent or maybe a smaller percent but like a, probably a vast majority were radicalized and, and got behind the war effort and rah rah Germany as number one, but there were also probably small town people that are like, no fuck this, like I just I need to get by, like this isn't okay with me. Yeah. So it, like to yeah for her to be that that beacon of like you just have to do the right thing even the worst situation, I it was a good casting choice for her to be that thing. So the the. The um, what was your reaction in the theater the first time you you saw uh, the the hanging scene? I straight up gasped. Same. But I mean, two seconds before that, he's putting out the posters and he sees a butterfly, and it is it is a moment of pure childhood innocence. Oh. <laughs> and like you, because like he chases the butterfly, and you're like, okay obviously something's bad going to happen because again, it's Nazi Germany. And so something bad's going to happen to the butterfly and maybe get shot. Maybe the kids that killed the rabbit, like punch it. I don't know. You don't expect the, the, the climax of a childhood innocence moment to be his mom is dead. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> like, it's, it's just so whimsical. Like it's just, you almost expect, expect like a happy little flute to be playing in the background. It's just a kid playing with nature and then pff, legs. Yeah, that that moment had me fucked up in the theater, not gonna <laughs> lie. 
that in it it's it is a pure it is a moment of uh of pure art pure creation pure something you don't see her physically no you never see her uh actually you see her shoes and so as an audience member like there's there's a, a half second delay where you have to go with jojo this isn't just some random ass shoes these are shoes i've been shoved in my face this entire movie these are scar Joe shoes. What if it wasn't her shoes? He was just tying a dead person's <laughs> shoes. Never... God, that would be that would be delightful. Just, just goes home. What is, what's up? Why do you look like you've seen a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> I finally learned to tie shoes thanks to a dead oh, person. No. <laughs> oh, I finally learned how to tie shoes. Um, yeah, I I don't really have much. I mean, uh, the. Uh, Yorkie's character is is just delightful. He's so mm-hmm. fun. Um, <laughs> Some of the best lines in the movie belong to Yorkie. I mean, when he's just so like, I guess I'm just a fat kid. You're just like, oh man, like I'm just a fat kid in a fat kid's body. <laughs> yeah. I mean, him walking around in the paper mache suit is just. <laughs> is incredible and it, it really is a, a joke that pay, it's just like falling apart <laughs> a, a joke that i mean in truth like nazi germany was poor they were broke they were running out of money um in this war effort to take over the world which who would have thought that was you know that wasn't gonna work but um but you know him the them showing that with just giving their like no guns or ammo, just giving him like paper mache outfit is <laughs> incredible. The, the juxtaposition of like fat Yorkie running around with a bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when he blows up, when he blows up his own building, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, <laughs> like, what did you expect to happen? Like that's that is absolutely what would happen if you handed a child a bazooka." Um. Okay, so uh, you know, I don't have much. To, I don't really have much to to more to say. Do we want? How do you feel about um, the the ending when you know it, him and Thomas and Mackenzie uh, Elsa, Elsa come out of the come you know come out in their in their day? I I felt that was really. I like that. I did like the ending. I like you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily. I didn't hate the. He sacrificed, Sam Rockwell sacrifices himself to, I didn't hate it. I didn't, you know, it didn't do that much for me. I, I, I kind of felt bad that I guess Alfie Allen died. Kind of actually felt bad about that. Um, <laughs> His why? Yeah. I don't know. Cause I don't know. Cause they were together. I just, I don't know. I felt bad. But, <laughs> I mean, uh, what's the difference? <laughs> like, why would you feel yeah, bad for one and not the other? <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Like, why would you feel bad for Alfie Allen but not Sam Rockwell? Oh, I didn't. It's not that I didn't feel. I I felt bad that he lost his husband or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, I his secret boyfriend. Yeah, his is not. I mean, sem- like what? Like not the the least telegraphed, <laughs> least telegraphed gay couple of all time. He's like feeding him cake when he walks into the. <laughs> to backtrack a little, how fucking dork is it that the soviet soldiers immediately see jojo in a jacket and they're like nope he's a nazi get him in there too we're about to execute this kid yeah, yeah. well 
That, I mean, you want to talk about atrocities? We never talk about the Russians' atrocities. Oh yeah, uh, no, the the uh, Red Army was not good. I mean, congratulations with Stalingrad and having a winter that the Nazis couldn't survive, nor could Napoleon's army. But y'all, yeah, we don't talk about that enough because they were on our side. History. <laughs> um, the I, I do have to say, speaking of history, it is fucking wild the shot of the american gis like driving by flying the flag in the jeep that is a truly fucking wild shot to randomly insert like it reminds (laughs) me of your fucking ass (laughs) it reminds me of uh, i think it's like a family guy skit where like the american flag like washes over like the middle east and suddenly like everything is like a Hooters commercial where it's like beers flowing everywhere. There's hot chicks. It was like immediately the war's over because the guy in a jeep flying a flag just right. drives by. <laughs> like, yeah. America, yeah. This, yeah. this all happened because Coming the Americans the same a motherfucking day. Yeah, it, it's just it's truly wild that to end this film is this all happened because of America. You're welcome. <laughs> um, no, I, I do. What do you think about? Uh, one Rockwell sacrificing himself, and then I mean, I guess people didn't like that, but also, but also the ending with like it ends sort of hopeful. Which, when you think about it, it's like an eighteen-year-old yeah. and a twelve-year-old are now forced to live on their own in post-war Germany forever. You know, it, but they're yeah. like yeah. two orphans trying to survive yeah. out here in post-war Germany. Yeah. Like, uh, they are absolutely not going to keep that house because either the Soviets or the Americans are going to take it over. Mm-hmm. And then in a couple of years, the iron wall's going up. So that's going to suck for you guys. Yeah. Like, it's not a. <laughs> it's, it doesn't get better for them for a all while. of a sudden. The whole Eastern Bloc turns gray. How does that happen? <laughs> like, it's. We don't, we don't find out which part of Germany they're in. So maybe, maybe it's okay. Um, well, the Russians hit first, so they're they're probably you know west or east. What do we think about the end? Either of the way, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Either way, it does it it ends hopeful for them, but history is not kind to that situation. I the one thing I really didn't like, and I I fully understand it because once again as a kid, like this is just what happens as you fully become aware of that like liking girls is a thing, so you get attracted to the first girl that's kind of close to your age. I'm I was kind of like. Ending it with the he wants to be with her, I was like, eh, that wasn't necessary. Right. The 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 weird under like love story under the and it is like a kid's innocence instead of like the butterflies in the like, stomach and everything. But yeah. the, the weird undercurrent of uh of he's in love with this girl who he has yeah. to pretend is his sister is like kind of interesting and weird. It doesn't like, it doesn't necessarily underscore his transformation. Like he goes from hating the Jews to now being in love with one. Like that doesn't, we don't necessarily need that to be like, Oh, he's, he's changed. He's realized that idealizing Hitler wasn't the right thing as a kid. Like we don't need to have him also be in love with Elsa. I don't know. I wasn't bothered by that part of it. I mean, like he's a kid. <laughs> Yeah, she's, she's like the first teenager that he's ever met, like other than his own sister. Yeah, I mean, she lives in his attic. Like I, I can understand <laughs> like, what what young boy who who had a teenage girl as like a babysitter didn't immediately think like this is the woman I'm gonna marry. Yeah, like, we, like it's it's very true to life. It was just it's kind of a silly addition. We'd yeah. be so granted in a very silly Germany. 
<laughs> like everything will come together for us in post-war Germany. Um, what did you guys think about Thomason? I like if you've ever seen Leave No Trace, she's very good in that. She kind of does this thing where she like whisper talks a lot of her dialogue, and she, she's very good at she's very good at conveying whatever emotion she's feeling on her like she's very good like mm-hmm. face, facial expressions and things like that. Um, I don't know. I I think she's I think she's good. Like I think her and Scarja. I think the women characters are probably the best actors outside of. Rockwell in in this movie, mm-hmm. so she plays hardened really well. Like for her backstory to be like a, a girl whose entire family is dead, the boy she was in love with is also dead in the Polish resistance, and she's now in hiding with the full anticipation anticipation that she will die. Like she plays that really well, and it culminates when he stabs her in the shoulder, and she doesn't even fucking flinch. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, <laughs> kind of like when she first meets Jojo, he's like, you know, talking all this big shit about Jewish people, how she's like obviously very offended and like very upset, but also is kind of like humored by it. I like how yeah. Thomas and Mackenzie played that. Like, I thought she kind of played that well. They, yeah, they play off of each other very well. The, mm-hmm. the Like the their dialogue back and forth, which is classic Watiti dialogue. The, the the quickness and the back and forth of like, this is just a picture of my dumb head. He's like, that's where we live in your head, <laughs> you know. And it's just like, it's just like, where uh, yeah. where you need to tell me where all the Jews live and where the mother Jew lays her eggs, and, he, and she just <laughs> like, just all that stuff is is great. And and I think her she's she's gonna be really good for a long time. Like, she's going to be around if she chooses to continue to... I mean, she's only, like, 20. Like, she mm-hmm. can chooses to continue to do this for a long time. Like I said, if you haven't seen Leave No Trace with her and another underrated actor, Ben Foster, like, king underrated actor, Ben Foster, uh, go go watch that. I think it's on Amazon. Um, can we talk about how but, fucking tense the Stephen Merchant scene was? That's what I was about to... That's what I wanted to bring up. That's the best scene in this movie. Good lord, mm-hmm. I was on Best scene. edge when I that's saw my, that That's my, yeah, that's my three minute stretch. Well, because he looks like crazy in the, like, <laughs> he looks like another scene, but he's like super pale in his eye, and of course, like, he he has bug eyes to begin with, but he makes them like, mm-hmm. even worse, and that scored with the ridiculousness of the Heil Hitlers. Yeah. Yeah. Is... So is inter- is really interesting because you're like, oh, like, but then they break it up with the okay, we're gonna continue doing this joke. Yeah, and he looks like to me, um, oh crap, I've got the actor's name, um, Christopher Lloyd and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like, it's it's very cartoony, and he, like you said, he's a cartoony looking guy, and they show up in all black. And so it's very tense, but the fact that they make no differentiation and they don't do it for any of the actors here, like Rebel Wilson looks like Rebel Wilson, Sam Rockwell looks like Sam Rockwell, ScarJo looks like ScarJo, but it's it's fucking Stephen Merchant at your door, so you think it's going to be something funny because up until that point, we don't know ScarJo's dead. Everything's just a little bit more sillier. The, the serious tone isn't there yet. And so you think it's going to be something wacky and zany, but the fact that we've grown attached to Thomason, the fact that Jojo actually wants to protect her, 
like you you suddenly become very protective of the scene that's being spearheaded by a guy that you only know for comedy forever like that's all he does that's all he does it, like it's it's a very weird feeling in your stomach because you you fully expect something dumb and the fact that there is the Heil Hitler joke like it's a very wacky scene but the the underlying tension is so uncomfortable because you're like, something bad is going to happen, which granted the bad thing happens a couple minutes later when ScarJo dies, but you think it's going to happen to Thomason. Like, it's just, it is a very weird feeling that I don't think a whole lot of films ever do where it's a bad scene is being led by something that you think is going to be funny, but the underscore of it is, it's something awful is happening. You don't quite know for sure at that point that Sam Rockwell's on their side. So like, yeah, that like kind of elements like you can you can kind of make that assumption kind of but not really mm-hmm. so like him being there you're like where is this shit gonna go like is he about to be in some shit for being here like <laughs> yeah it, like it oh it was so tense and then obviously. well even <laughs> after even after he lies about her birthday you still think that Oh, maybe he'll come back and do something, or they'll yeah. they'll catch on that he's also lying. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. they never do, but there is still that. Just it is so tense that you're just because we all know the we all know who the Gestapo is. We all know the mm-hmm. weight of what is actually the historical weight of what is behind that. So it it, it is just a such a tense scene. I, I I mean, and and then you're just supposed. To, it's like the it's like the ah ha ha meme where it's just sitting there, <laughs> just sitting there going every time they do the Heil Hitler, and you're just like ah ha ah ha ha ha. We're laughing. This yeah, is funny. This, this is funny <laughs> comedy movie. Ha <laughs> ha. Yes, read the Yu Hu book. Look away. This is funny now. Hitler has that- four balls. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my god. Yoohoo Jew. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, but it is it is just the entire time you're just like, okay, can we please get the weird guy out of the house? Like can we yeah. I don't know. When she actually I mean, that showed up. Like I I was expecting yeah. her to oh. hide in the like whatever yeah. she was hiding in. But when she actually came out like, oh I'm I'm the sister. It's me, not dead. What an, what an absolute baller move. And what a, I guess nobody would have known unless you knew the family. But I guess ScarJo hid the fact that the sister was dead. Had to. I mean, like, like there's people that still think her. Should know. There's people that still think their her husband is alive. Yeah. So. But yeah, so, somebody yeah. should know for sure. Yeah, like especially if you're the Gestapo, like you would think they would have done a slight amount of research, but like. The sister is missing. Well, that obviously also goes hand in hand with everyone in this in this world outside of Scarlett Johansson isn't being yeah. But what a baller move for her to make that split time decision and be like, no, no, I'm just going to show up and pretend to be somebody else. Fucking this will work. Bold. Yeah. Madden which I mean, level one hundred. Which I mean, it again, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if she's caught in the floorboards or the the, the wall, she's going to die. If she's caught lying, she's going to die. So like. Might as well risk it. Oh, would you look at that? I was just cleaning inside here. It's crazy how many cobwebs are in this, like, hideaway space. 
Oh, your I'm house doesn't have a secret. Your house doesn't have a secret bedroom. Oh yeah, no, sorry. With yeah, so many rats get in here. Yeah, we really great. want to expand the the square footage, you know, for when we resell the house. So. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Great. You could, hi- you could hide. I mean, people like five people can sleep in here. <laughs> <laughs> Not like they have, but like no, no, no yeah, we, they could. They could. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's all I got. Uh, do we want to do this draft? I'm gonna be honest. I did absolutely no research on it. <laughs> okay. I picked one person and then so, I wing it. This. Ooh, okay. This is gonna get dark. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Um, what was the, what did you suggest? Okay. Weird figures. So it doesn't have to be terrible figures. Okay. Doesn't have to be terrible figures. Weird figures in history to make a comedy movie about, which this sounds like a, uh, whose line is it anyway topic. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. uh, so weird figures in history to make a comedy movie about. Y'all want to do it? I think it'd be Fuck funny. It. Yeah, yeah why not? Why not? I mean, it's we're going to be winging a lot, but uh, yeah. hold on. Make a draft I order. Mean, thank you again to our sponsor, random.org. Your checks are what's getting me through. It is Royden Jake Dex. All right. Royden All right. Jake Dex. All right. All right. So... I'm gonna go with um, volume on this one, even though it's it's definitely been done uh, before. Osama bin Laden, sure, yeah, volume sure. shooter. Um, just a lot of history there. If you don't, um, if you don't know who Osama bin Laden, no, I'm kidding. Uh, oh God, like he's been made, but he's also been made fun of for forever. Mm-hmm. Although, although my favorite tweet of all time, Osama <laughs> bin Laden was big as shit. <laughs> what was it? Osama bin Laden six five. Yeah, Osama bin Laden six foot five. Worry about the wrong shooter. <laughs> oh my god! All right, Osama bin Laden, number one overall pick. <laughs> Dang. Power power forward. <laughs> oh my god! This is yeah. This is gonna be dark. All right, go ahead. Uh, so damn, you you. Oh man, I went in a slightly different direction. Uh, oh, yeah. I, went, I went from. Uh, I I I'm picking H H Holmes. Holmes. Was that uh, serial killer? He's the serial killer that built the house in, um, I think it was like Philadelphia? Chicago. Chicago, sure. Um, he built uh, a, a basically a hotel, hotel where it was his murder castle, rooms that went nowhere, rooms that became traps, rooms that doors only opened in one direction, and he would essentially kill people. Um we can make a hilarious film about his hotel in a Tucker and Dale versus evil style where he's just the innocent bystander trying to run a hotel. Um, that <laughs> yep, people keep dying in that murder. That's that's, that was the, fir- when this draft topic was brought up, that was where the first, 
my my head went first is that we can have him running a hotel where people just keep dying and he's like i don't know why this is happening well you know what's funny is that uh leonardo dicaprio has been trying to make this movie for years Wait, not a comedy like, no yeah seriously <laughs> oh, like devil in the white city or something like that he's been trying to make an h.h H. holmes movie forever holy crap yeah article from february 12th wow all right dex, dex? <laughs> all right, so. I, I love this draft already i'm sorry <laughs> yeah there's a lot of ways you can go in this i think i'm going to go with a, a little less murder than y'all did but still murder so uh in our group chat when we first brought this up i suggested oj simpson so i'm taking oj simpson <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my uh, god. A comedy about OJ Simpson would uh would, would do a lot to a lot of people. Um, people would I mean, hate that movie, man. <laughs> you, we might start I the mean, race war with the OJ Simpson yeah. comedy. I mean, you basically just make a comedy off of his Twitter when he first rejoined. Yeah, I think you go post jail OJ Simpson. Yeah. Him showing up to Bills games, tailgates, taking pictures with people. That's still wild to me. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, that's so simple. I got to take a picture with that guy. Him making thinly veiled threats on Twitter. Oh, God. Uh, so uncomfortable. And Twitter refusing to verify him. <laughs> that's that's yeah, the move. Good. OJ good. Simpson storming the Twitter offices to get verified. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh <laughs> All right, you got two picks. Yeah, um, let's see who I go with for number two. Try and make this a little less. I mean, it's got to be fucked up. That's the whole point of the yeah. draft. Um, R. Kelly. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Oh, no. <laughs> we should stop this draft immediately. <laughs> oh, God. I've made two picks, we'll so y'all gotta air. make second picks. <laughs> what? Is... <laughs> We're finally gonna get canceled. We've been begging for it. We're finally gonna get canceled. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I mean, it's it's not funny, but it, it... <gasps> no, it's just not funny. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be hard to make. That is the purpose of the draft. It would be hard to make a comedy about him. <laughs> it's just one long ass Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, yeah, I guess it, it has been done. So there is ground for you to build off. Oh of. my god! All right, Jake, do, go. Oh, I was not ready for that. <laughs> I was not ready for that at all. <laughs> what a what a deep three. What a deep three by Dax. Just splash. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so this is not uh, <laughs> speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of hotels full of traps. Oh, oh no. <laughs> He's up in the closet. <laughs> He's up in the closet. Oh, uh, so a little bit of a story here to go along with that. Um, so um, when I first started my job, 
we, there was a, a role that kind of get passed around the office because there was like 15 of us. But it was essentially a DJ. We had like an, an Alexa sort of thing connected to uh, a Spotify and just whoever wanted to run it that day just got to play whatever music they wanted. And one day my boss played the entirety of the Trapped in the Closet series, <laughs> which is like 68 fucking songs. Like, Oh my is, God. It, it never ends. And you can... You could see the people by like episode twelve start losing their mind. Like it was the John Mulaney Salt and Pepper Diner skit in real life. Like people were getting so pissed because every song starts with a timpani roll into it, and every time that timpani roll started, oh, people! Like, there was a there was a slight riot, and to end that day, somebody told me that he made like thirty eight some odd music videos off of that. And I, I tried to go home and watch all of them, and it gets progressively more insane. Like, yeah. I am super surprised the CIA has not used a torture method of terrorists to just make them watch the Trapped in the Closet series, because you slowly lose your mind while watching it. Um, gracious. There's affairs and people getting shot, and then there's, like, midgets. Oh, and yeah, there's some... Oh, it <laughs> makes no sense. How did we not know something was messed up with that guy? <clears throat> there was no um, signs. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot believe it. Um, so for my pick, I'm taking <laughs> the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, which started <laughs> World War One. <laughs> In my defense, it was an insane situation. So essentially, the Black Hand, which was a uh, it doesn't matter anymore but they the whole plan was that he was going to drive by in an open car and they were going to throw grenades into it killing him instead they threw grenades into the wrong car killing a bunch killing and injuring a bunch of commanders um of the army Archduke Franz Ferdinand and his wife fled off and should have just gone home but instead they came back to visit the commanders that were injured in the hospital and on their way there, one of the assassins just happened to be at an intersection with a gun when they passed by and shot him. Like, it is truly a skit. Damn. How they died and kicked Jesus. off World War One. I. I didn't know that. God. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, like, if I, I say this, but if you haven't seen The Death of Stalin, you can make some stuff a comedy. Like, honestly, you just you just can't. The ridiculousness of some situations. That's a, that's great, actually. Um, they were Serbians. The Black Hands were Serbians. Anyway, <laughs> someone. I was alive during World War One. I. I find this offensive. <laughs> I mean, probably. Like it's it's really just a wacky situation that started the Great War. Uh, my next pick is uh, Judas. <laughs> <laughs> Stop this draft. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be hard to make a comedy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Is, that Is it me, Jesus? <laughs> Have y'all seen that? <laughs> oh, yeah. What if you will betray me? Is it me, Jesus? <laughs> Is it me, Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you won't guess what's behind door number one. <laughs> oh my God. 
Uh, it makes me think of the the vine. Where it's like, <coughs> I brought you frankincense. I brought you myrrh. Mur- Murder. Mur- Judas. <laughs> so yeah. I guess that vine. <laughs> so uh, Judas Iscariot, number two pick. Um, number. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> number three pick, uh, JFK. <laughs> Whole lot of choppers on his ass. <laughs> All time TikTok. <laughs> All time. Oh, nothing bad ever happens to the Kennedys. But I will say you do have to have the comedy of like him sneaking Marilyn Monroe into like the White House and stuff like that. Like or oh, yeah. <laughs> her, her singing Happy Birthday, Mr. President in front of God and his family. Like, <laughs> I do love that. I forget which comedian it was. I bitch, my wife is here. Chill out. <laughs> oh Jackie God. Kennedy. Kind of sick. <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> Shout out to Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out to the, shout out to the best tweet of all time. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Trill Withers, um, uh, <laughs> drop the top, Jackie. Let's flex a little bit. <laughs> uh, I once got in trouble at work because I wasn't listening to somebody and they were complaining about something. And when I finally tuned back in, I was like, Other than that, Miss Kennedy, how was the car ride? <laughs> <laughs> If nobody else likes this draft, this is the most hilarious draft we've ever done. Oh, my head hurts. Tears. My I am I am debating so hard if I should just cut this and be like, yeah, Jojo Rabbit, and <laughs> this is reserved for our Patreon. I think I think our followers get us enough that they'd be they'd be okay, maybe. Evan and um, Jack slide into our DMs. Tell us if you think this is funny. <clears throat> All right, come on, Jake. Uh, we got to power through. We got. We each get. We got a few more picks. John Wilkes Booth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you could actually make a comedy about that because the search for him was so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> if we're being honest. Um. Shout out to the TikTok of uh, you know, the, <laughs> you you know that. You know that guy that you say every time that you uh, throw a trash can or a ball in a trash can? Yeah, John Wilkes Booth. John Wilkes Booth. No. What? Like, <laughs> I got to say, game rec- the volume shooter, game recognizes game. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, I can make a terrible one. I'm not going to. I'll have to tell you off. Pod. Just remind me. <laughs> About John Wilkes Booth. No, no, no! I can make a terrible draft pick. Just, I'm not gonna do it. But just remind me off, off, uh, pod. I'm trying to figure out how to follow up my second pick. Uh-huh. Woo! Shit. Uh... <laughs> We're gonna not tweet this though. You have to listen to the pod too. Absolutely not. Yeah, to all not thirty of you that to... listen. Uh... Well, this will drop. On Thanksgiving Day, so share this with your family. 
Yeah, listen, put this on your your Alexa. Alexa, play mm-hmm. one take podcast. One take podcast. <laughs> uh, shit. Shit, uh, shit, shit. Alexa, are you sure? <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, you know some. This one's actually gonna be pretty easy to make comedy of, and I feel like we're gonna do it pretty quickly here. But Donald Trump. Oh yeah, it's already been done. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Has it? I mean that that man has been parodied to death and will continue to be parodied to death. They've done the, for uh, years and years to come. They've done the uh, uh, what's his face? Oh, Johnny Depp did it with Adam McKay for like Funny or Die. Yeah, I mean Alec Baldwin <clears throat> doing it for SNL. Yeah, yeah. Once we once we get the the biopics about it, like the Donald Trump version of Vice, going to be insane. Oh God! Oh my God! Oh. Fuck All right. Vice, uh, by the way, that movie stinks. Uh-huh. Eh, it's not as yeah. good. Yeah, I don't, eh. Let's see. Who else? <laughs> There's so many fucked up people throughout the world. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we've limited the dictators and people that have m- committed genocide so far. <laughs> and, you know president yeah, well. <laughs> um martin luther king oh oh no not a terrible person but <laughs> not a not a great person to make a comedy about well no womanizer yeah true oh <laughs> oh <God. laughs> i i can't i'm i'm not going to make the jokes <laughs> yeah <laughs> A tweet about, have y'all seen that tweet about why Rosa Parks couldn't get up? Uh, Oh, was it because she was like at a dragon a wagon or something like that? What was, what was that? Is that what it was? No, it was like, cause that thing was leaking, I think. (laughs) One of the worst tweets I've ever seen, but that's the, that's the kind of humor that, go for with the silver right there <laughs> oh you would so many people would be so mad at a martin luther king comedy yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think more people would be mad at that than a than a r kelly comedy honestly yeah because uh oh yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> let's make light of this revered figure shall we <laughs> oh good lord all right jake Final pick. Uh, uh, I'll take Rasputin. Damn it! <laughs> How did you steal? What? <laughs> you gonna steal a pick? Uh, see, what I didn't think fuck? any. I didn't think any recent history because I was just stuck in Jojo Rabbit. So it was like historical figures from before my time, and Rasputin is a figure that I am fascinated with. Like. As much as I'm fascinated with, like, the French Revolution and the Glorious Revolutions, I'm also fascinated with the Russian Revolution. And Rasputin is the most fucking bonkers character of all time. And, in fact, my movie would be about the assassination attempt of Rasputin. Because the guy was, like, poisoned. He was shot. He was stabbed. He was beaten. And, like, finally the cause of death was he drowned because they threw him into his, like, almost dead body into the river. 
Didn't he come back from one of those one time? Like he yeah. drug himself out of the river before and then they did it again? <laughs> yeah. Like that too. I mean, not to gloss over the guy was batshit insane into the occult and the mysticism was a rapist was a pedophile uh but the the ways they tried to kill him and the fact that he survived all of them except for a light amount of drowning just just insane just this goes oh do i make the pick that i'm gonna make do it no i don't know if i can ah fuck it i don't Oh god! god. <laughs> oh no! You should <laughs> This is never gonna air. Uh, let's cut. This th- is never gonna air. Yeah, let's cut that one. Um, I'm gonna go with. Yeah, remember to cut that one. One thirty, <laughs> or at least bleep it out, so nobody. Please just bleep it out, so nobody ever hears it. So we just have people in our DMs and our mentions being like, did you guess this person? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, We've mentioned multiple murderers, but that's where we draw the line. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, oh, man. I was going to pick Rasputin. How did that happen? <laughs> um, hmm. Let's see. Who did I have? <laughs> I gotta pick it's somebody. <laughs> it's so I mean, much harder did. than I thought it would be. <laughs> I could. I, I'm trying not to be too ex- like like the one I just said. <laughs> is that's uh, that would officially get us canceled. <laughs> yeah. This can never air. This can never air. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with Vlad the Impaler. Okay. Oh, well done. Well done. Vlad the Impaler. What? I just like impaling people. Wildly <laughs> 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 Russian Orthodox Jew. <laughs> One, two, three people uh, impaled. <laughs> bringing it back to. Bring it back to Taika Waititi. If you've ever seen uh, what we do in the shadows, uh, Jermaine, what's his face, basically is doing a parody of uh, Vlad. Vlad. Yeah. Also, top tier comedy. If you've never seen what we do in the shadows, one of the funniest movies I think I've ever watched. Oh, it's fantastic. It is. It is amazing. It's on Amazon Prime, and I think maybe on Hulu because the TV shows on Hulu as well. The uh, the pizza character. The one that is a thousand years old, that just <laughs> the lives one that's just basement. Nosferatu. Yeah, that just lives. In, he's like, is Peter coming to the flat meeting? Uh, Peter is seven hundred years old. He's not coming to the flat meeting. <laughs> I mean, the, oh, God, we the, should do it. The, we should oh, do an episode. Oh, yeah, about okay. That. The Peter, I brought you a chicken, and he just gives him a live chicken. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna have to watch this movie. No, it's great. Oh yeah, it is. It's top like parody con- it is in yeah if you like jojo rabbit like you'll love this anything that mm-hmm. tiger watiti's done oh my god please remember 130 to believe what i said uh, <laughs> oh goodness gracious all right that has been the one take podcast Woo, that has been the last one take podcast 
Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm glad we did that. That was fun. Oh, my God. I needed that. (laughs) We ended on a note. Uh, It was certainly certainly a podcast today, folks. We had all all this just great discussion about comedy and and the merits of it and all of that and then we just shat on it (laughs) uh incredible incredible all right so you can find us at the one take pod uh that is the number one take pod on all social media platforms except for facebook um you can find us on instagram twitter you can find us on uh spotify apple itunes google podcasts and at onetakepodcast.simplecast.com. You can email us at onetakepodcastshow at gmail.com. Uh, we never check that, but it's fine. The um, But if you are an advertiser, yeah, go ahead. Um, send us that. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, go follow me on TikTok because I'm 26 and I just joined that because I'm bored. Uh, incredible yeah. content. Yeah. Out of like the, the, the three you've posted so far, incredible content. So, yeah, go follow me at Roy Nogletree on TikTok. Anyway, uh, Dex, what are we doing? Hashtag Actually, that one of Kaylin with <laughs> the one of Kaylin like sleeping with her mouth open. That is incredible content. Just like, way to roast your fiance. Just way to roast your fiance. She knows. On a national stage. Anytime she falls asleep, she knows that uh, the camera's good. She falls asleep with her mouth open. So, like, oh. anyway. Yeah, uh, go follow me on TikTok as well. One more time, Dex, what are we doing? Hashtag support for his group. As you should. Yeah. Don't just push them out. Be careful now. Don't feel me as a child. Niemand gibt uns eine Chance. Doch können wir sie dann für immer und immer. Und wir sind ein Herr.